ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Delusions of Pandora. I'm David Streggy, and here is my next review. Okay, Dave, that's it. Screw you and your college flunkies. I've had enough of this from you and from everyone else. I know what you guys are trying to do. Break me down, drive me out of the force. Well, it's going to take a hell of a lot more than a lame prank like this to get Curtis Mooney to throw in his badge, so fuck you. Over. Hi guys! I'm sorry to interrupt. We just wanted to let you guys know that we are finishing up next week's layout. We're just working late, so no need to come in. Taser is a blazing. To this line of work. This was the only place that would hire me. Ouch. So the job is pretty simple. Well, what the hell is this? I'm the children, man, you got the wrong address! It's a sniff, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Hello? Randall, is that you? It's not funny, dude! Maybe there's umpires, really. What? It's a thing! No, it's a circus on my shit! It wouldn't last a second, I'll be just waiting out here. We're safe in here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am your host, David Streggy, here on Inside Movies Galore. And uh, my next review is on a film by director uh, Mitchell uh, Altieri, which uh, is called The Night Watchman. But uh, before I get into uh, that film, I, I wanted to apologize on my review right before this, uh, I said that uh, uh, Les Miserables uh, uh, from 2012 was actually uh, uh, put uh, put out by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Well, um, I got my information wrong. Uh, it was actually put out by uh, Alain Boublil 
and Claude Michael Schoenberg uh, under uh, for the original stage musical, which was adapted to stage from Victor Hugo's novel. So I apologize if I got my information wrong, but also uh, some of the writing credits go to William Nicholson uh, and Herbert Kretzmer. So I wanted to get some of that straight before I went into uh, this film. So um, first of all, to, to understand a little bit of uh, this film, you have to understand where the director uh, comes from. Originally, he uh, wrote and directed, uh, directed a film with his film partner, uh, Phil Flores, who evidently Mitch and Phil both became known as the Butcher Brothers uh, after this uh, uh, film. And this was called The Hamiltons, that they wrote uh, that they, uh, they wrote for the eight films to die for uh, series, and then um, from there uh, they went uh, on to direct with Sony Pictures the um, remake of the eighties horror classic April Fool's Day uh, in two thousand seven, and it was released in two thousand eight. Uh, and then they uh, worked with the producers of Halloween and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And directed the independent film *The Violent Kind*, which has actually become kind of a cult classic among certain, you know, independent, you know, people. <coughs> which was about a bunch of redneck aliens. So, in any case, so after *The Hamiltons*, uh, they directed *The Thompsons* which was the sequel to The Hamiltons. So, you have a little bit, a bit of a um, history with uh, at least Mitchell Altieri going on there. So, um, and ultimately he, uh, in 2017, he uh, got together with Ken Arnold, Dan DeLuca, and Jamie Nash to co-write <coughs> well, to direct the film The Night Watchman, uh, which two of the writers, Ken Arnold and Dan DeLuca, also star in the movie uh, as Ken and Luca, but there is also uh, Jiggets, Karen, Rajiv, Randall, Willie, Penny, Margaret, Stacy. And uh, uh, and many others that have been involved with this project. Um, but anyways, uh, the storyline is this. Uh, evidently, there is a clown that is well-known called Blimpo, who, with his troop of other clowns, visited Romania for a, a show, uh, since they are a traveling... Uh, Carnival. So, evidently, Blimpo died of some disease, and uh, moving forward uh, uh, with that, 
we have three uh, three night watchmen who work for a newspaper, and the band member of a of a band called Dra Cool uh, has come to Ken and Jiggett's in the presence of at least these two watchmen as they ask him some questions and watch the video that uh, that he was on with a band and they basically put him through somewhat of a college intro where they uh, they basically put him through human bullying where they put him in a cage and they roll him down through some boxes to become part of their night watchmen, so to speak, to man up. Well, they give him a uniform, and uh, it's got the name on it called Raji, but that's not his real name. Now, on the other hand, uh, there is a news journalist by the name of Karen who evidently has a girlfriend uh, by the name of Penny, which nobody ever, uh, ever really pays attention to, and somehow a coffin gets delivered to their basement and their boss, Randall, who is played by James Remar, uh, ultimately goes down and, try, uh, 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 and tries to open up the, uh, the casket. And you see that it's Blimpo the Clown. And... You just assume that he gets killed, or, or, or somehow um, in the process. But what we don't know is that this clown and his fellow clowns have actually been turned into vampires. So we have clown vampires... coming to this newspaper place and you start seeing dead bodies all over the place. Except these vampires seem like they're a little bit of a combination between zombies and vampires because they've got the growl of a zombie and yet they've got the teeth of a, vamp uh, a vampire and the speed and strength of one. So... But there, there's a little bit of comedy in here, here because you've got you got Jigits and Ken, who had a relationship for years, and they kind of are like uh, the the bros of the uh, movie, where they they cannot be without each other. And uh, supposedly, Ken's character has been macking on Karen's character without her knowing it, and uh, somehow. Ultimately, all five of these uh, uh, people, uh, Ken, Luca, Jiggets, uh, Karen, and Rajiv, team up to go up against these vampire clowns. But all of them go through a state of fear. There is a moment where they are up against their... Uh, their Janitor Willie, who turns into a, a vampire, uh, a vampire, 
and uh, he, there is a hilarious moment where, uh, where Jigget's thumb gets stuck inside the dude's head. And another thing is when they stake the vampire clowns or vampires, so to speak, they let out some gas. So it's definitely comical, definitely entertaining, and I thought, I thought the special effects were uh, pretty uh, uh, awesome. It was a really fun film. Um, you, you got these character, uh, characters who come together, and in the end, is, you see a possible setup for a second film for these... For the this group of ragtag misfits, it's almost it's almost uh, refreshing because because uh, some of the humor is uh, spot on so uh, uh, so you know in the now and. Um, Yet it's set up like an uh, like uh, some of the '80s slasher films, so it's kind of cool. So if you enjoy this kind of film, then definitely check it out. I thought it was entertaining, although uh, there is one thing that uh, I have to complain about. The only way that I could find it, uh, at least for now, is on my most dreaded uh, component, the Blu-ray, which I absolutely cannot stand Blu-ray. Although I own many Blu-rays per se, because uh, because my fiance has a Blu-ray uh, player, I just refuse to believe that Blu-ray is the only godforsaken format uh, that uh, they can come up with. But still, the film was entertaining, and I think that you should definitely check it out. Uh, this. Hopefully you have enjoyed this review. Uh, definitely like and subscribe if you like uh, how I talk about films. So definitely um, check it out on your own time. Uh, it, I mean, you can also have your own opinion and think that it sucks. So definitely was a fun feature. In any case, this has been David Stregge on Inside Movies Galore. I am signing off. Uh, for the next review. Catch you later. I am leaving soon. And you will forgive me if I speak bluntly. The universe grows smaller every day. And the threat of aggression by any group, anywhere, can no longer be tolerated. There must be security for all, or no one is secure. Now, this does not mean giving up any freedom, except the freedom to act irresponsibly. Now, your ancestors knew this when they made laws to govern themselves and hired policemen to enforce them. Now, we of the other planets have long accepted this principle. We have an organization for the mutual protection of all planets and for the complete elimination of aggression. The test of any such higher authority is, of course, the police force that supports it. For our policemen, we created a race of robots. Their function 
is to patrol the planets in spaceships like this one and preserve the peace. In matters of aggression, we have given them absolute power over us. This power cannot be revoked. At the first sign of violence, they act automatically against the aggressor. The penalty for provoking their action is too terrible to risk. The result is we live in peace, without arms or armies, secure in the knowledge that we are free from aggression and war, free to pursue more profitable enterprises. Now, we do not pretend to have achieved perfection, but we do have a system and it works. I came here to give you these facts. It is no concern of ours how you run your own planet. But if you threaten to extend your violence, this earth of yours will be reduced to a burned out cinder. Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. We shall be waiting for your answer. The decision rests with you.